Hey guys, I'm Heather and I'm the oldest. She's the emotional one. Is it Bruce Dickinson? <laughs> Man, why, the, why? I mean, like, you haven't even read the list. You're like, Heather. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Ben. I'm the middle child. And he's the practical one. What I, what I need you to understand <laughs> is that you have lost all credibility <sighs> when we get to the cutting stage. Why? Kenny Chesney was your second pick. I'm Beth, and I'm the baby. She's also the swing vote. My picks are great. And and if you don't believe it, just ask me. I won't argue with you because I'm mature. Together, we make the Music List Podcast. We welcome you back to the Music List Podcast. I'm Ben Dahl. With me are my sisters, Heather and Beth. And we are the music list. We argue while making music lists. That's the stick. That's what we do. <laughs> um, we want to go ahead and remind you right now that if you do like the content that we're providing, go ahead and subscribe to us uh, or follow us or whatever your podcast platform of choice asks you to do. We do release episodes every other week on Wednesday. We come out. Uh, that's not bi-weekly. Bi-weekly means two two times a week. So whatever whatever once every other week is. Bi-monthly. That's what it Bi-monthly. Yeah. Good. No. Bi-weekly. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds weird. Huh? Is it bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. So. <laughs> every two weeks. We should have thought about the that. Sad thing, the sad thing <laughs> is we're three teachers and two of us taught, taught English. <laughs> so anyway, the, the music list today... We're doing this in honor of our wonderful mother, um, who her favorite version of music or genre of music was bubblegum. So we are going to list. She's still with us. Yeah. (laughs) I was hoping that her musical choices had changed. She's transitioned over to gangster rap now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, her her favorite uh, genre of music is bubblegum, and her birthday is this month. So we are going to post some bubblegum songs our best bubblegum songs and this is this is for our dear mom so mom <laughs> happy birthday our dear mom our dear, our mom. dear mom um so real quick i mean a lot of people <laughs> as, it, as it were may not know what bubblegum music is so i feel like we might should explain this a little bit and it is basically rock or pop music that for lack of a better term, was kind of geared to kids and adolescents. Yeah. And so, like, the heyday of bubblegum rock or pop, as we kind of recognize it, was the late 60s and early 70s. However, as I was researching this, I realized that they have kind of continued that trend, and they mm-hmm. put, like, a lot of the boy bands of the 90s, like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, and, mm-hmm. you know, that, those folks were in there. And even more recently, people like Katy Perry have been – you know, reclassified Ooh. as a sort of uh, some of their stuff, I guess. I don't know who was letting their kid live in the- <laughs> Well, no, no, no. It doesn't say it's, well, I guess it's, it's kid marketed, appropriate. It's marketed, marketed to kids, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so, but but really, as we as we made our list, I think there was a general consensus and agreement that we were going to kind of make this the '60s '70s version yeah. of yeah. bubblegum music because you know it's it's really this is for mom and this that was her. Year of listening to years of listening to bubblegum music. <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll be honest with you, this is one I had to research. Yeah, this was not one I just could pull nine songs out of my rear. <laughs> you know, I had to I yeah. had to go in and wonder what you know what class of and there were some songs actually 
that I did not know would classify as bubblegum. And so I put them on my list because they're good songs. Um, and then I, but then I started thinking about the definition of bubblegum, and I was like, well, yeah, okay, I understand that. So what about you? I mean, how, how did your list come up and come on this week? This one was difficult for me, and I just want to know, just kind of curious how you guys handled it. Yeah, um, the, the definition that I found um, said it was simple, singable, upbeat. And um, they called it disposable, but I think more, it's just more manufactured. You know, they find the formula that works and then they went with it. Um, what I found that was really cool in my research, and now I can hear it as I listen to a lot of this, was its influence on punk. Mm-hmm. And so you can hear it a lot in the Ramones and... Um, they actually covered two straight up bubblegum hits, but a lot of these songs, as I was listening to the big list, if you straighten them out, they become a punk, a punk song instantly. And then once you have punk, you have, and you also have glam rock and, you know, so it has a very important place in the development of popular music on past that. And then of course, I think I grew up in the eighties, so you know, and Debbie Gibson and Tiffany and all right. of those things would absolutely be considered bubblegum. By the definition. Yeah, sure. Tony Basil and Mickey and the Spice Girls, even as you get into the 90s and yeah. Cheetah Girls and Hanson. Oh, the and, Cheetah Girls, man. You know, so. You just I, took me there. We all, <laughs> we all listened, especially I think girls, listened yeah. to bubblegum. We just didn't call it that. Yeah. You know, so. And I had... I had a lot of mom's 45s, so I was listening to a lot of this stuff, you know, when I was little. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a, I don't know, a lack of respect, I guess, for any genre that people just maybe don't like or they don't care for or that they deem as, like, for children. But, I mean, like you said, it had a huge influence on other forms of rock music, of pop music going forward, and... It's kind of like, I kind of equate it to like gothic literature. Like people thought it was, you know, was lowbrow and stuff like that. Well, there's some really good stuff there. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. Just take it for what it is. Yeah, maybe it is simple. It is about the melody. But that music is supposed to be fun sometimes. Music is supposed to, you know, not every song has to be, you know, Beethoven's Ninth. Yeah. Um, and there's a place there's a, a, a time and a place for everything, and there's a, a time in your life or a feeling that you want to have. Maybe I just want easy listening. I don't want to think super hard, but there are some well, some kids, good lyrics kids there still. Need to, that's what kids need yeah. to be listening right. to. With it. And, right. and especially when you think about what was going on in the late 60s and the early mm-hmm. 70s. You know, we're at war. Kind of an escape. You know, um, somebody said, the, a quote, it was the perfect antidote to everything that was going on. In the late 1960s, you you want your kids to be, you know, listening to fun things. And, you know, it's that's not the time for young kids and early adolescents to be, yeah, you know, getting into a lot of that heavy stuff. They'll it'll come. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and kind of going back to best point, you know, you think about what makes a good song. And I think a lot of times we we because we grew up in a musical family. We may overanalyze some things, you know. I mean, we we yeah. overanalyze the lyrics. We 
we talk about chord progressions here. We talk about voice qualities and all these things. But at the end of the day, really what makes a good song is do people like it? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, do people enjoy the song? And there are, like when I was going through some of these songs, oh, there's a lot of one-hit wonders in this right. particular subgenre. Mm-hmm. But that means they were hits. Right. That means they were played on the radio a lot. People bought the singles. Um, and so there's there's something to that. You know, if, you're, if your single goes platinum, we can sit here and we can, you know, say, ah, well, this song is simple, this song is this, song is that. People like the song enough to buy it enough times to make that single go platinum. So there's something certainly to be said for that. The draft order for today, and the, the one time I really don't want to draft first, I draft first. Uh, I, I draft first, Beth drafts second, Heather drafts third, and then we'll snake the second round back. Uh, Heather will draft first, then Beth, then me, then I'll start the third round, and then Beth and Heather to finish it off. So, This is intimidating with moms, you know, in the studio. Right, because she, and, and because she has an opinion all the time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> She's always like, I can't believe y'all picked that song. I can't believe... <laughs> you know, and so now that this is this is the really in in her wheelhouse. Oh yeah, she's gonna she's gonna name like all the songs we didn't mention, yeah. all the songs that maybe were a stretch to be bubble gum or something like that. Yeah. So, so we'll check the comments on social media. They'll probably be from our yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know in real time. Yeah, if we get a thumbs up or a thumbs down for oh my gosh, the or if there's scowling from the corner, yeah, and... or a... <sighs> yeah, yeah, we're we're all gonna get dirty letters written to yeah. us, nasty letters, strongly worded email. <laughs> all right, so I guess I pick first. So I picked Rockin' Robin. So this was originally a Bobby Day song, but um, the Jackson 5 just did it better, I think. Um, And actually, it was recorded on a Michael Jackson album. Not a Jackson 5 recording, but the Jackson 5. This was when he was kind of doing a single thing, but he was also heavily involved with um, the Jackson 5. And they performed this a lot. This was one of the songs they performed the most, actually. There are a lot of live performances of this on YouTube, and they're different performances, um, different different shows that they were on. But this was on a on a Michael Jackson solo album in '72, um, and I did not consider the Jackson Five Bubblegum. But if you go research them, that's one of the subgenres that they are put into. I just assumed because they were with Motown Records that they were Motown, and they are Motown. Mm-hmm. But they are in the Bubblegum. Subgenre and with songs like Rock and Robin, ABC, um, those there are a and a, looks like Mom thinks that's the one that should have been selected and not Rock and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But in all fairness, um, we did Rock and Robin when I was in junior high choir, and I loved it. So that <laughs> may have I picked it. that may have something to do with it. Uh, but it is a good song. It is a good song. It is a good song. It's fun. It's high energy. It's clearly something that kids can enjoy mm-hmm. and wrap their mind around. Innocent lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, just and then you've got one of the greatest performers of all time, maybe uh, arguably the greatest performer of all time, uh, yeah. performing lead for one of the best boy bands of all time, maybe the best boy band of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my pick. Oh, okay. unless y'all have some discussion on that. No, I didn't. I didn't really think about people like or groups like um, the Jackson Five or the Osmonds being bubblegum. Oh. But um, <laughs> apparently, the expert in the room says <laughs> that would have been appropriate to put on the list. But spoiler, you're not going to get it from me. <laughs> um, and, and you know what was. I was amazed when I did the research on this. How many of these songs were actually about gum and candy? Right. Oh, it I is know. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And how many bands incorporate gum or candy into their band name? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> I noticed that too. I mean, it's like, you know, we <laughs> we warn children about people in vans with candy. <laughs> We should Here's have maybe the warned them about bands with candy and yeah. not just vans with candy. So, <laughs> bands and vans, <laughs> candy, <laughs> candy, <laughs> candy. <laughs> oh, come, back. come back to Big Mabel, baby. Big Mabel. Next pick. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hey, are you done? Um, all right. So my first pick is "Sugar Sugar" by the Archies. <laughs> <laughs> This was my number one, by yeah. the way, too, by the way. Uh, is that up or down? Mom's dancing with it. Mom's doing the thumb dance. Oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me wanting you. Honey. Oh, sugar, sugar. This was originally recorded by the Archies, They're a fictional band linked to the Archie show, which was inspired by the Archie comics, um, which, and now we have Riverdale, inspired by the same comics, but it is not kid-friendly. Don't let your children watch that um, unaccompanied, because these, che- I'm like, these teenagers, like, where are your parents? Or, like, your parents just know that you're spending the night, you're climbing in your boyfriend's window, that's cool, you're going to live over there. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um... <laughs> But it topped the Billboard Hot 100 for four weeks in the U.S., eight weeks in the U.K. Um, It went 22 weeks on the Hot 100, the longest in any other single that year. It dethroned Honky Tonk Women by the Rolling Stones. It was number one on their year-end list of top 100 singles of 1969 and also hit number one in 17 other countries. Um, It's considered the most successful bubblegum pop single of all time and is widely regarded as the peak of the late 60s, early 70s bubblegum music genre. Um, And Wilson Pickett had success with a cover um, later on, on the U.S. soul and pop charts. It obviously sounds pretty different. Like, he kept the melody the same, but the instrumentation is different, and the backing vocals are different, which changes a lot of the song. So, But you should listen to it. It's good. They used multi-tracking to provide um, that layering of voices, 
and Don Kirshner had it played for radio personnel without revealing the group's name because their previous single didn't do super well. So they just sent it to radio stations and were like, it's a surprise band. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about who it is. Just play it. You'll like it. Um, and they did. So that strategy worked out. Um, which to me, that would be a red flag. I'd be like, who, <laughs> who is this? Um, but yeah, so Sugar Sugar by the Archies. And you know what you get when you listen to Sugar Sugar a lot? Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Beth saw that one coming a mile away. Did you get diabetes or did you get diabetes? Well, it's always diabetes. It's always diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes because what's your fetus? Oh, my God. I have not heard that. This is going to be weird. I just I'm made sorry. That one up. Oh I just made that one you up. You did? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, that's, that's my Eminem bar for the day. Right oh, there. my gosh. I had, um, or I don't know if that, was that your record or was that my Archie's record? It was Mom's Archie's record. So I used to listen to the Archie's all the time. So that was a pretty cool record. All right, it's my turn. It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I originally had another song at number one. Then I was afraid that it didn't fit the bill, but it may have. But anyway, I've went back and had to bring something from lower I, it's a big mess but anyway here's my number one <laughs> which is not really my number one it's like i don't know it's my party it's a it's a tentative thumbs up it's a little early it was 1963 mm. but i did have this on one of mom's 45s so it's a little maybe a little too early produced by quincy jones Oh. It hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Here comes the chord. It's kind of, I mean, I felt like it was kind of overcome because of that repetitive kind of catchy hook thing, but it really kind of might fit more in like the... They call it blue-eyed soul sometimes. Yeah, but it, you know? I mean, it, it. it's talking about it's my party, I'll cry. If, I mean, it's yeah. clearly geared towards adolescence. Yes, and, and it, it it deals with such a adolescent um, situation. It's her party, and then her boyfriend disappears. She can't find her boyfriend. Then he comes back, and he's with another girl, and she's wearing his ring. And, you know, y'all go on, do what you're going to do. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Then she released a s- sequel. Because Judy was wearing his ring, and then the sequel is called Judy's Turn to Cry. So she released the sequel <laughs> to It's My Party. It she got like, it back. Sound like Leslie turned a little dark there. It's Judy's Turn to Cry. It's Judy's Turn to Cry. Because Johnny's, what? Because Johnny's come back to me. Yeah. Um, Why do you want him back, though? That know. kind of stuff aggravates yeah. me. Side, well, sidebar. Because, well, sidebar. Because. Why do people blame <laughs> the other woman when the man is to blame? But maybe both of them. Yeah, it, it depends. It's, did it's Judy know? Did Judy know y'all were together? It was her party, and it's her boyfriend. So that doesn't and mean so she has a boyfriend. Off just because I have a party Judy's doesn't mean I have a boyfriend. That does not necessarily ring true. Judy may have shown up. She may not have known that Johnny was his name. Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> and Leslie were together. 
Well, now, if she did, then they're both wrong. Y'all are acting but like this is based like, on a true um, story. Or I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Apparently, in 2021, it had a bit of a resurgence because, of course, TikTok. TikTok yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, it's my party. I'll tell you what the hmm. one I didn't pick was later. But. Okay. It'll be on your big list. It'll yeah. be on my big list. So, you get another pick now. Oh, okay. All right. I, this This is solid. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee this is a guaranteed thumbs up. It's one, two, three, red light by oh, 1910 yeah, like Fruit Gum Company. There's that fruit gum. Fruit yep. and gum. Fruit and, yeah. Is that juicy fruit? I don't know. Canada, uh, only number five on the Billboard Top 100, Hot 100, um, but it was on the charts for 13 weeks. It's, uh, I think it, it, it's pretty textbook bubblegum, and uh, though it was covered by the Talking Heads, hmm, which is weird. That is. That could be interesting. Did you listen to that version? Yes. It's weird. Yeah. Seems like it would be weird. Yeah. But I like Talking Heads, so yeah, I'm I like that all that weird stuff. So, so huh. that that got a thumbs. Okay, thumbs up. <clears throat> wow, one, two, three, red light. Is that all the discussion? That's all the discussion <laughs> I've got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's my pick, and my second pick is "I'm a Believer" by the Monkees. Oh, big thumbs up. For someone else, but not for me. Our love was out to get me. That's the way it seemed. Disappointment haunted all my dreams. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. That this song was written by Neil Diamond? Yes. I didn't. I think I, I read that I think somewhere. I feel like that might you have been some, somewhat common knowledge, and yeah. so I didn't. I did not include that as a fun fact. But did you know that he also played acoustic guitar on this track? I did not. Oh. Well, now yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it was number one on the Hot 100 for seven weeks, the biggest selling single of 1967. It reached number one in 14 other countries. And Diamond recorded a version for an album he did in 1979 and performed it in a duet with Linda Ronstadt in a medley of songs huh. on the Glenn Campbell Good Time Hour oh. in 1970. Okay. It reached number 48 on Billboard's all-time top 100 songs. In 2021, it was listed at 341 on Rolling Stone's top 500 greatest songs of all time. And uh, people my age might be more familiar with the 2000, 2001 version by Smash Mouth, but I'm partial to the Eddie Murphy rendition as Donkey in yeah. the movie Shrek. Yeah. And, you know, that's not the only bubblegum song that Neil Diamond did. No, Sweet Caroline was kind of geared towards adolescence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> 
Well, I, that's all I have to say about this song. So I don't. Maybe we should just. Well, let me say this. I okay. Think, I believe Mickey Dolans is the singer on this one, and I always preferred his songs over Davy Jones, like yeah. Last Train yeah. to Clarksville and Stepping Stone. Um, I do like Last Train to Clarksville. You know, yeah. I think Stepping Stone is probably my favorite Monkey song. I, I mean, I just kind of Mickey was the cool one. You know, Davy was the cute one the cute one but was he though man uh, out of the bunch he was <laughs> you know when you compare him he was i the, guess <laughs> in comparison in comparison I guess. oh yeah. our fun fact that we weren't sure was a fact for a long time but like Pe- that, peter was not the cute one no no but michael nesmith who was one of the monkeys his mother oh. invented <laughs> liquid paper yeah that was did true. Did Dad we, tell you that? He did it, and I had to fact check it. It's true. Oh, okay. It's true. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so he's a Nepo baby, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is he still alive? Wait, I think he died. Whoops. Uh, All respect. Rest in, rest in high. <laughs> <laughs> rest in love. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my is it my pick? Yes. I, I have a feeling that mom didn't like my first one, and now I feel like she's not gonna like this one either. Um Cause this one's a little slower. This is more of a bubblegum ballad. <laughs> it's a smile, a little smile for me by the flying machine. Oh, oh, that got a. This got a vomit reaction. <laughs> Mom, apparently, is this supposed to have been like the bubble gum after it's lost its flavor? Because, <laughs> mom, um, hit number five on the American charts. It is, I mean, really, it, it doesn't have the upbeat tempo that a lot of them have. But if you go in and you research top bubble gum songs of all time, this one's going to pop up on virtually every list and because i say that because it popped up on virtually every list that i was looking at um i think it's probably the best of those <laughs> bubblegum ballad subgenre <laughs> i think you just songs. made up a new and uh but i i really do like the harmonies in this song it's it may be a little bit more complex um musically than some of the other ones but uh Anyway, I like the song, so that's that's why. There you go. Because you know, again, preemptive strike here. This is the best bubblegum songs, not are you know the most popular uh-huh. bubblegum songs. Uh-huh. Okay. And I think this as a no song team. is a really, it's actually a pretty good song outside of just being a bubblegum song. Okay. <laughs> oh, I get to pick again, uh-huh. don't I? Yep. Oh boy! Oh no! Is it gonna go three for three? I may this. This may be the first time in history that somebody does not get a single selection in the top five. It could happen. This could <laughs> Let's be see. it. Because this is another. This is another bubblegum ballad. What are you doing? Sort of. It's a little more up tempo than that. It's hooked on a feeling 
by B.J. Thomas. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's all right. Ooh, this is the lesser version. What about the Uga Chaka? Oh, I don't like that one. What? I love that one. So... Here's what I like about this one. This one, like, you could change a little bit of the background music, and it suddenly becomes like an Andy Williams classic. It, yeah. There's a little bit of crooner in this guy, B.J. Thomas. Yeah, B.J. Thomas is um, good. And so the other one is a one-hit wonder. It, and I did not, like, <laughs> when I read the name, I thought it was Blue Suede. But they're Swedish band, so I think it's Swede. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Blue Swede. But I was I was like, Blue Suede. Hmm. Interesting. And then they're from Sweden, so I'm like, I bet it's Blue Suede. <laughs> These daggum one-hit wonders. Um, Blue Swede actually took the song all the way to number one, which may be the most popular, the most famous version of the song. Um but if you take out the funky instruments and the wonky guitar thing going on in the back in this one, I mean, this is like a... This is if you like, take out everything that's in it. You know, I'm not saying that that part's bad. I'm saying that's what makes it bubblegum. If oh. you take that part out, it becomes like a, you know, a... Moon River. Yes. <laughs> how are you going to diss on Andy Williams? I'm not dissing right on Andy now. Williams. Calm down. Gosh. What, what Andy Williams ever do to you? Besides provide some awesome Christmas songs. I, I don't have a problem with Andy Williams. <laughs> sitting here making fun of the man, and he can't even defend himself. Oh, my goodness. All right. Are you? <laughs> How dare Ludacris not win a double award? <laughs> We're just putting different genres. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you talking about? But okay. th- this was also on several lists for best bubblegum songs. I didn't just I didn't just like throw in a bunch of songs that I think were bubblegum and yeah. say, eh, we'll, throw, we'll call it bubblegum. You know, they had to be on reputable bubblegum <laughs> lists. <laughs> reputable bubble on the gum. internet. <laughs> um, .org or .edu only. <laughs> really what I, what, what I do is I, I try to limit it to like... Um, magazines that have a like they're music magazines mm-hmm. now that's not to say that every music magazine is created equal but so are, are you saying ben went oh for three? Oh, <laughs> we huh? might make history she didn't have to get a birthday present <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the uh the extent of the discussion on <laughs> john feeling Okay. Y'all love it. Great. No, okay. no I, was waiting, I was waiting for And another thing. Um, okay. So my last pick is Happy Together by the Turtles. Oh, she don't like it. She doesn't like it. <laughs> but I do. Can, uh, can, what, what if I change my pick to, I got a brand new pair of Oh, yeah. No, uh, you used to sing that all the time. Oh, oh wow. see, no, this is... Anyway, anyway, my pick is Happy Together. She's by just mad at me, so it doesn't matter what <laughs> I pick. <laughs> I 
So the song hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100, the only time that that happened for this band. Um, and it's one of the most performed songs in the U.S. of the 20th century. It was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2007. And it's the 44th most performed song in the U.S. of the 21st century, which puts it in the same league as Yesterday by the Beatles. And mm. Mrs. Ro- as far as how often it's been performed and covered, sir. Yeah, <laughs> and Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. I don't care what you think about the quality of the song. I'm telling you that as far as how often it has been performed, that it is in the same league in that in that way. In that in that in that in that, in that in that league in that league. It's not in yesterday's league. They're in a similar league. <laughs> About. In the league of how many times the song has been performed and covered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's in the league. In the general league. There's a ballpark. Yeah, and they're both in they're it. They're both in that park. Yeah. Okay. It's just that maybe one's on the field, maybe one's in the stands. It's okay. They're just they're in the same ballpark. Um, it's time for a fun fact. Fun fact. Um, so this song had been rejected by numerous artists because of its primitive sound on the demo and the turtles saw some potential in it. Um, they were in a place where they almost broke up because they had so little success and, um, they, this song was a good find for them. Um, so possibly the reason that the song was turned down so many times was because it had been the demo had been given to so many people and uh, they said that the um, the performance on the demo was, is the quote, abysmal. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, whoever they were that wrote it, I can't remember, like the magicians or something like that. So they're giving this demo out so much that the actual demo itself was almost unlistenable because it had been returned to them so many times. Wow. They said it was like scratchy and sticky. <laughs> <laughs> but the turtles are like, we can do something with that. <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah, but it's got a good melody. Yeah, yeah. I like the, I like this song. You could, it's a little you darker could straighten than straighten that out and, and make a you know good rock yeah, song. Yeah, like you could do with um. I, I think about that. What's that typo negative cover? Um, summer breeze. Summer breeze. I think of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like somebody could summer breeze this. By the way, do yourself a favor. That's a good cover. That is a good cover. But yeah, Happy Together by the Turtles, which Mom did not like. So I'm, I'm two for three. Okay. All She's right. better than 0 for three, so. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'm coming in clutch with my number Getting three. written out of the wheel after okay. this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what my number, wheel? My number three is I Think I Love You oh. by the Partridge Family. Hit it. <laughs> also... Genre called Baroque Pop. I'm seeking Okay, so the Partridge Family was based on a a real band, a family b- called the Cow Sills, 
whose mother sang with them. They traveled around. Apparently, their father was extremely abusive. I watched a documentary on them. It's very interesting. But um, and the Cowsills were originally my first pick, but I was afraid they didn't fit the bill, so I changed them at the last minute. But here is here is what is important, I think, about this one and what makes it one of the best. I mean, of course, it was a huge hit because of the show, David Cassidy, Shirley Jones, and, you know, David Cassidy was a total girl magnet and everything. But um, the producers brought in the iconic L.A.-based session players called The Wrecking Crew to play on this record. And um, if you're not familiar with The Wrecking Crew... The Minnesota Wrecking Crew was only an on No. <laughs> This is the, the Wrecking Crew. Was um, they were session musicians and basically um, Are you talking about Trent Bright's softball team, the Wrecking. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out, Trent. Think he listens to this podcast? If um, if they've said that if you heard a song that was recorded between in L.A. between 1962 and 1972, I don't think he's going to get past Sugar Sugar. It was, oh my god! I, I can't. This is this is payback for my Johnny, for my Johnny Cash laughing. Um, oh my god! But um, if you heard a song in those years that came out of L.A., some combination of these people, they played on hundreds and hundreds of hits, number one hits, and so um, they were literally literally the best musicians in L.A. playing on this track. It sold four million copies. Um, so. You know the song is, it's fun, but um, they brought it up a level with those amazing musicians. So, so we have nine selections. Yes, what, was it? Was that thumbs up? Yeah, song two and a half. <laughs> what you said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm two and a half for three. So what? What are our nine selections? Ben has chosen "Rock and Robin" by Jackson Five. Smile a little, smile for me. <laughs> By Flying Machine Hooked on a Feeling By B.J. Thomas Heather Drafted It's My Party By Leslie Gore One, two, three, Red Light By 1910 Fruit Gum Company Okay I, I scribbled that So I couldn't remember running. Number three I Think I Love You By The Partridge Family And I Drafted Sugar Sugar By The Archies I'm a Believer By The Monkeys And Happy Together By The Turtles And can I say That maybe The weirdest Most uncomfortable like, you know when we did our scary songs and we kind of felt uncomfortable with some of those? Yeah. Nothing made me more uncomfortable than watching the video to Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. Ugh, by I hate that song. Oh, the whole song. The most. I hate that song. You love that song? Oh, Mama. Of course oh, she does. I just, uh, that gave me the heebie-jeebies. I've not <laughs> seen the video. We'll have to watch that after we oh, finish here. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> so the other ones that were wrong, and to be fair... It's not like all my selections were bad. It's just number two on my list was Sugar Sugar by the mm, Archies. Yeah. Um, I'm a Believer was in my top five. Um, Gimme Gimme Good Lovin' was on my list. Uh, Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes by Edison Lighthouse was on my list. I Think I Love You was on my list. And then <laughs> the one I would, I would have liked to pick, but it, it just kind of felt weird. Putting it in there for songs for children. It's Little Willie. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, girl. That's <laughs> so. 
I was like, eh. Well, you can't tell me that people didn't write these songs and then, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it. I just, I bypassed that one. But it was on my, it was on my big list. Little Willie was on my big list. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It, like, when you listen to it, like, there are so many. Oh, yeah. Innuendos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I had Sugar Sugar was my number one. Um, it was the rain, the park, and other things. Okay, well, good. I didn't pick it anyway. All right. Uh, A Kind of Hush by Herman's Hermit. Okay. Uh, An Indian Reservation. But I decided that it wasn't really bubblegum because it's too <clears> much <throat> of a of an issue song. So yeah. I didn't pick it anyway. It was my number nine. Yeah. I was struggling. <laughs> um, I had Love Goes Where My Rosemary Grows. I also had that one, which has had... A resurgence in popularity again because of TikTok. You got a better reaction <laughs> for the same song. So, oh, did I? <laughs> so just, just so everybody knows, just so everybody knows, we have long <laughs> determined that Beth is the favorite. <laughs> and we just got more <laughs> evidence. The, pick the exact same song. The exact same song, <laughs> and mom's over there gagging <laughs> reflex. No, when she didn't I do it at that mine. one. She did. She and, just was looking at you because the rest of your list. And then was when Beth knocking. picks it, she's like, "Okay, I can understand that. <laughs> it's the same song." <laughs> well, funny story. No, we're not going to tell. You've that already story. told it Have on we? the podcast. Yes. Oh. The one where you were like, well, it's definitely not me. And no, Ben's, yeah. And Ben's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, probably sure. right. <laughs> it's definitely either me or Ben. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, said, I hate all three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, so I had that song. And Sooner or Later by The Grassroots. Mm, no. Yes, it is. It's on a bubblegum list. <laughs> Um, it's on this a, one now. On a reputable bubblegum list. And then I had I Think I Love You by the Partridge Family, Come On Get Happy by the Partridge Family, It's a Sunshine Day by the Brady Bunch, and Crimson and Clover by Tommy James and the Shondells. She says, that's a, maybe, that's a maybe. It's another bubblegum ballad. Well, I want to switch mine over to ABC because Mom liked that one more. <laughs> but also, what is with bubblegum and like fake bands? So like the Archies, the yeah. Monkeys, yeah. Uh, the Partridge the Family, the, ba- the Brady Bunch, yeah. What is what is that? Well, it's just all manufactured. Well, I guess, I mean, but I mean. But here's the, the like thing bands you gotta, that aren't really bands. The like they don't you, tour. The or things whatever. you got like there were a lot of. They're either manufactured bands or they're almost everybody that's left is a one hit wonder. Yeah. yeah. And so, number one, you had a really small window. Oh. You know, you had like a four-year window. Yeah, right? and they all were on like TV shows. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this was... Huh. Well. All right. <laughs> and and there were there were some songs on list that like... Um, like I even saw like a couple of Beatles songs that what? fell into a bubblegum list. Like early, early Beatles stuff? Um, no, it would have been like... Um, I mean, well, the time period would not have... No, it, w- it would have been like... Um, here comes the sun and stuff oh. like that was oh. on some list and stuff like hmm. that. So, but anyway, I did not want to put the Beatles on the same list as the Monkees. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, 
<laughs> now we have to go from nine to five. Working nine to five. Yeah. All right, <laughs> nine to five. Here we go. Ooh, that's my thing. <laughs> it's our thing. We share this. No. We are, <laughs> no. We are, we are co-hosts. I don't go around saying, dash, dash, dick. That's what we do. That's your thing. You just did it. Yeah. No, I was mocking you. So the <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was mocking you. Yeah. Ew. Well, you shouldn't because it's better. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Bubble gum. <laughs> All right, so now we're going. We're, we got to cut to five. So apparently, I, uh, we can cut all of your songs. <laughs> Mom does not get a vote. Oh. We're going from it's, six to five. I love how it started. This is for our dear mother. Now, Mom doesn't get a vote. Well, because she disagrees with. That's me. before she decided she was going to play favorites even during the podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna not get her so obviously sugar sugar's going over right because it yeah. was like one or two on everybody's list yeah. sugar <laughs> and right behind that we can go ahead and put diabetes i don't know why that struck me as so funny i don't <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm tangled up. No, I'm not. Okay, sorry. Anyway, that one's going over. What else? Uh, Rock and Robin's going over. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. It's worth a shot. <laughs> Just try to slide it on over there. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, when... We had a lot of songs on this list, so there wasn't just a ton of crossover. Mm-mm. Where did, did you have I'm a Believer? No. I had I'm, I'm a Believer at number list. four. I had it at number nine. It's on all three of our lists. Where was it on your list? Two. That's pretty high. Two, Two plus four, four is six. Plus oh, nine my gosh. Divided Podcast by three math. does put it in the top five. No. <laughs> you know it doesn't? I don't know. Well, we're arguing the math or we're arguing the, the argument? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, whoa. I think the math is good. Table it. Table, I'm a believer. I don't know. Yeah, I... Oh, what? Put it over? Oh, we got to have okay, the monkey. Okay, we'll put it over. Okay, well then and let's, 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 let's compromise and put in nope. last train to Clarksville. No. no. That's <laughs> not on anybody's list. I put it on my list. Just All right. Um, I think... I have retroactively drafted it third. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about I Think I Love You? I think we all had that, didn't we? I did, uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I did. I had it number eight. I had it at six. I mean, those are ones that we all had. That seems agreeable. I think that's the last one we all had. Is that true? Um, maybe. Wow, there really was not a lot of crossover, was there? No. So can we put that one there? Yes, probably. Okay. But. Yeah. So we've already got three over? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I may get blanked in this one. <laughs> Even though Rockin' Robin's the best song on the list by a long shot. That's okay. a, it's a weird 
It's a weird obsession you got today with Rock and Robin. I don't it's know. not an obsession. It's just it's the best song on the list by the best performer. That in, in the best band. Th- that I'll give you. I don't know about that's the best song. <laughs> twiddly twiddly d. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hard hitting lyrics. <laughs> um. Wow. You all know what I would do? If it were just me making the list, I would put one, two, three, red light, and rock and robin. Okay. Wait, what? Else, what's left? Oh, gold. Rock and robin. Smile a little smile for me. Hooked on a feeling. It's my party in one, two, three, red light, and happy together. I figured happy together's not going over. By the way, I looked at me. I, and honestly, I think I think I, you know and I, those I, are more upbeat. Happy together. I could. I didn't leave off for that reason. It's taken me a little bit of time to wrap my mind around Happy Together being bubblegum because, like, I really kind of, in my mind, it was flower power. Yeah. Mm. And it's hard for me to, you know, it's not that it's not bubblegum. It's just that I'm having to put it in one compartment in my mind Mm. and then put it also into another compartment. And right now, that's just a struggle for me. Mm. Because the harmonies are so flower power you know, mm-hmm. centric, but I'm fine with that. So that would be our top. That would be the fastest top five <laughs> in the history. Well, we still got a rank. Okay, a minute. I bet it will. Okay. So Rock and Robin's number one. What's number two? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So our top five. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Our top five. Sugar, sugar, I'm a believer. I think I love you. One, two, three, red light, and rock and robin. Sugar, sugar is one. It's got to be because it's one or two on everybody's list. Right. All right. Now what? I mean, obviously, I have an opinion. No. That's barely bad. If anything, I think that's the fifth. (laughs) Huh? What's your opinion? Oh, obviously, I would put I'm a believer in number two. <laughs> what What are the songs again? I know we got. I'm a believer. I think I love you. One, two, three, red light, and rock and robin. Wow, I do not like any of those other than I mean, like I just it's I... not my favorite genre of music. I'll just say. Yeah. I would put. I think I love you. I'm a believer. What? One, two, three, red light, rock and robin. I would do. <laughs> you already said what you No, I didn't give you my last one, so just oh, which one I put next. Okay. So here's my proposal. I'm a believer. One, two, three, red light. I think I love you, rock and robin. And if you sass me, I'll move yours down and move rock and robin up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What I don't is do this that. nonsense we're doing? Trying to cut deals instead of making the best possible list. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, we yeah. listen, we screwed ourselves out of the best possible Beatles song to compete. Are you going to tell me In my opinion, the best, Beatles song, every, the best Beatles song was number one. Are you, like, is this going to come up in every podcast from now until the end yes. of time? Every time that we do not oh, adhere careful, careful. to... <laughs> to careful. 
the moral obligations of oh, making the best possible list. You're so list. full of crap, okay. bro. You do this stuff all the time. Where you're more worried about the ranking of your songs Podcast than the man. best of the list. I'm not the one saying, listen, here's what we'll do. No, that's not what wink, I said. Wink, nod, nod. And if you don't no. agree, I'm going to bump your song down. First of all, that was a joke. And secondly, because I talk, because I, it? yeah, because I tell y'all all the time how y'all are the ones who care more about where your songs play. Because if I cared about that, I would have pushed for Happy Together over Heather's song that I said we should put in the top five. So, you're wrong. Goodbye. Oh, I said good day. <laughs> this, is, this is not the Christmas carol. <laughs> so, anyway. And Merry Christmas ben. to you, Uncle. Anyway, Ben, what would you, how would you do two through five? Honestly, I think I'm a believer by the monkeys ought to be the clear number two. I think we ought to be talking about what three, four, and five is. Okay. I'm agreeable to that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. No, because I like it the most. Um, but now I do think that Rock and Robin is the best of the three remaining. You songs. think it should be three? I think it's the best but there of the was three remaining. Question songs. about was it even bubblegum? No, there's no question about whether it's bubblegum. There, there was a question. Mom, who's the resident expert, agreed that it's bubblegum. She wanted it to be ABC. That's the mm. Jackson Five song that she wanted in. There's not a question about it's bona fides for bubblegum. That's not in it's, question But also like I think it's a stretch I think it's too sold To be bubblegum Oh my goodness So you That's an insult to bubblegum music By the way What are you saying? You, I'm saying I think it's more In a different genre You yourself said Bubblegum was a sub-genre Of Jackson 5 That's not where their primary no, no, Where no, their no, bread no, and butter was that's all they have is sub. Everything's a subgenre. I mean, like you have you have pop and you have rock, and then everything under it is a sub. Motown's a subgenre. I think Rock and Robin should clearly be number five. Oh my god! <laughs> under what pretense? Because the other two are exemplary of the genre, and. The musicianship alone on one of them is better than any of probably production-wise of the whole five. But it's not about what is the standard. It's the best. Listen, no, no, it's no, no. The Listen, best. We're not. This is this is not the AKC Kennel Club where we're trying to do meet the standard for the breed. That's okay? exactly what we're no, doing. No, that is not what we're doing. <laughs> no, yeah. we're we're saying these are the bubblegum songs. Which one's the best song? We're not saying right. what's the, the best. best bubble. No, no, we're no, not, no, no, we're no, 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 bubble gum it's song. The be- you, you're misplacing your modifiers. In English <laughs> no, this <laughs> may, this may be why we argue about song. this every week, because to me, once you get a song and we agree that it's inside the category, then we need to decide, okay, here are the songs. What's the best song? On the list. Oh. I know. I think so this is a different perspective. That is that is what I do. <laughs> oh, and boy. once we agree that it's in the category, now I'm looking at well, what's the best song. I don't necessarily agree that Rock and Robin fits in. It just barely fits in the category. It doesn't you, just, just barely fit. It hits every single moniker that we that we 
that we said Bubblegum had to hit. Every single one. Upbeat, yes. Geared to kids, yes. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's a song about twiddly D and birds. Yeah, I don't even... It is definitely marketed to adolescents <laughs> and kids. Sung by a child. <laughs> it's still my least favorite of the... <sighs> Of the three. But this is something that I think would save us a lot of time and energy because, like, I did not know that y'all were looking at it as, like, the AKC Kennel Club. It's like, which what's the best German Shepherd dog? Well, then why why don't we just make a list of the best songs? Whereas I'm looking at, okay, this is a German (laughs) Shepherd. This is a German Shepherd. Now we got all the, what's the best dog? That's what the two different. Do you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. I see. I see what you're saying. Like once we like, and this is this is why I had a problem with Prince. Like I felt like Prince fit the bill, and I felt like Prince was left out because we, like you knew he fit the bill, but you knew that if he got in there, that that changes the game completely, because if Prince is in, but I don't know what to do with unicorns like Prince and Michael Jackson and like people that are so. But what you're doing is you're limiting them so okay. that they never win. No, okay, like so. when it comes to like pop icons. Because Michael that, Jackson does not fit in a in an easy category. Okay, but here's here's what Prince I'll, does not fit in an easy category. Here's what I'll say about this though. Because we're talking about the song, not the performer, right? In this this episode. So song wise, if you allow any other human being to record Rock and Robin, and they have. It's not very good. It's not that great. <laughs> I, you like? I think it's nostalgic. Can you admit that maybe it's nostalgia for you? That is, you sang it in seventh grade and it was fun. It, yeah, I mean it, it. It could be. It could be, but it doesn't change the fact that number one, this was one of the most popular Jackson Five songs that they <laughs> that they performed. Right, and so this particular version is better than the other one. So we can't say we can't compare it to all the other versions. That would be like that would be like saying, "Oh well, the no. the monkeys version is no, but daydream believer, I'm a believer." What whatever. I'm saying is, we should be looking at the song. You're saying it's great because Michael Jackson performed it. Yeah, We're looking at the hey, everything version he does of is the great. song that we provide. Yeah, but the ver- the song itself. The performance is good because it's Michael Jackson. The song itself, if I give you the song, if I give you the lyrics, you're like, this is about a bird. But, but Like, this is dumb. But the song is the whole package. It's not just lyrics and sheet music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, listen, listen, I'm going to tell you what. Wow. If, you give, if you give the immigrant song to the monkeys, that song is going to suck. <laughs> they might could do something creative. No, huh? no, ma'am, no, ma'am. <laughs> I just want. Can I point out what's can happening? Can you imagine here? Davy what? Jones? I mean, come on. So that's not fair. Here's what's happening. Ben is staring at the possibility of none of his songs making the list. No, his song and did make it. it. Oh, there. it's in there, but he's it's coming there. in. 
hot. So not, but not only is it not good enough that it just made no, it. No, it's, it's got to be the top three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can we can we just recognize what's happening? Because he's trying to pull. You out. know what happened? It's just silly you, at this point. I tell you what happened. It's right before I came here. I listened to "I Won't Back Down" by Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can stand me up at the gates of hell. But I won't back down. But this is the bubblegum episode. I mean, is this really the hill you want to die on? Probably not. Okay, <laughs> okay so can, can we agree that... It should be four then. <laughs> All right, so let's just... What should be number three? If he says... Okay. If you've pushed it down to four, let's let's get number three there. Is it? I think I love your one, two, three, red light. God, I hate both of those songs. I really do. Um, I'm fine with one, two, three, red light going in next because it was a band that that did a song of their own. Yeah, and I feel I feel like that's it's more bubblegum. Yeah, than I think I love you. Yeah. But I think I love you should, I think, should be four. Well, we're just, let's, but, okay, one, number two, three, red light. <laughs> is, is that okay with you? I got to tell you that Look at I do not <laughs> have a care. strong opinion about these Look two okay. songs. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be completely honest with you right now. And if you think I'm arguing now, you wait till we get to country. Oh, I know. Ballots. I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh, that's going to be, save your energy. That's yeah. the hill I'm going to die on. Yeah. You're going to get on my nerves on that. <laughs> Can I need to tell you? All right. So Pace now, yourself. So now we have, we are down to, I think I love you and Rock and Robin. Which, oh, come on. Which one should be number four? Come on, <laughs> You know where I stand. Uh, she's nodding. I don't know what that means. I think I love you. Yes, that's what I think. Too. All right. We had to bring in, bring in a swing vote. <laughs> but yeah. we did with That's a fourth person. <laughs> Podcast math. math. The math ain't mathin'. Okay. Hold on. I think I love you. <laughs> All right. We did it. It's a list. This might be... <laughs> this, aside from the whole Rock and Robin bit, this really, I think, might have been the easiest list we've ever had. And if that ain't bubblegum, I don't know what is. <laughs> so our final ranking of the best bubblegum pop songs... Sugar Sugar by the Archies, I'm a Believer by the Monkees, 123 Red Light by 1910 Fruit Gum Company, I Think I Love You by the Partridge Family, and Rockin' Robin by Jackson 5. <laughs> hey, Mike, I got you in, baby. Oh, my word. He's got literally pointing to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to thank everybody for listening. We want to remind you to catch us on our social media platforms. On Facebook, you can find us at the Music List Podcast. Twitter, we are at the Music List PC, and Instagram, the Real Music List Podcast. Again, subscribe, like, follow, share, leave a positive review if you liked what you heard. If you didn't like what you heard, don't leave a review or or, or a ranking. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for joining us on the Music List Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. She almost had it. <laughs> <laughs>